Well, welcome back to the Legend of Zelda lore cast. I'm your host, Aaron. (laughs) Not to be confused with the Resident Evil lore cast. Yeah, I totally messed that one up. (laughs) Outtakes real. Anyway, yeah, Legend of Zelda lore cast. I'm your host, Aaron. And joining me, as always, is just Ariel. Ariel. Yes. The amazing, wonderful, illustrious Ariel. No, it was just, you were fine with just Ariel. (laughs) Deal with it. So, Ariel, today's your day. An episode all dedicated to you and your one true love. Me. Ugh. Or Beetle, I guess. And the episode is over. <laughs> See y'all next week. Oh, no. Ariel has brought some very interesting things for us today. And it's all about our boy, Beetle. I was supposed to bring stuff about Beetle. Uh, I see the notes in front of you. <laughs> you see nothing. I see nothing. Jon Snow. So yes, Ariel, you were supposed to bring things about Beetle. Oh, well, that's good thing then, because I got a whole bunch of stuff on Beetle. I stand corrected. I want to say this right now, so everybody in the world knows. I was wrong. You can make an entire episode about Beetle. Listeners. He's known me for 20 years, okay? (laughs) He's yet to prove me wrong. Mm, That's not true. I proved that marshmallows do go on pancakes. I could have told you that. That was never a thing. (laughs) Let me have this. Just let me have one. I won't because (laughs) you should always listen to me. So, we ready to talk about the God of Commerce? The God of Commerce. Is that is that your interpretation? It's just what he is. Oh, I want to hear this. What is your justification? I'm ready to hear all about the God of Converse. Converse? Yes. I'm <laughs> wearing a pair of Converse right now. That'd be super cool if Beatles sold them to me. <laughs> all right. I so. make Converse. <laughs> Let me dive right in here. So he is a small time businessman. Operating his various markets throughout six games. Ooh. Yeah, that's how important he is. Much like other shops and business scrubs, he sells quest-specific items, though not plot-required. He will sometimes even buy back items. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that part's nice. Especially in Breath of the Wild. That's why I was like, mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeah, because it's super nice in Breath of the Wild. Oh, yeah. I'm strapped for cash. Beetle, buy this. Yeah. I have a million of these things. So he also incorporates memberships into his businesses, rewarding Link with increased price discounts for being a repeat customer. I don't remember this. Oh, I'll tell you all about it in a bit. Okay, good, because I don't remember this. Yes. Beetle is a humble, kind man who typically peddles his wares on the go. His shops and his attire is modest, though he is an expert salesman. He got me to buy a bunch of junk. (laughs) (laughs) He appears in The Wind Waker, The Minish Cap, Phantom Hourglass, Spirit Tracks, Skyward Sword, and Breath of the Wild. Soon to be also in Tears of the Kingdom. I hope he's in it. I hope. I, was I say, really hope he's in you it. You can't take Beetle away now. I know. 
He doesn't change much between the games, only slightly altering his appearance. He also regularly had rudimentary vocal cues, which includes greeting Link, saying farewell, and a very emphatic thank you when Link bought something. It wasn't until Breath of the Wild when he gained an uncharacteristic amount of voice acting for the series. Had a bunch of lines there. He earned it. He did, because he's the best. Beetle's name most likely comes from his immense fascination with insects, primarily, you guessed it, beetles. I was going to guess praying mantises, but... Wouldn't that be cool if his name was Mantis? Oh my gosh, yes. That would be pretty cool. In recent game releases, he tends to covet certain species of beetles, even to the point of quests and special dialogue involving them. Breath of the Wild. Mm -hmm. He has more... (laughs) this, This one. He has more eccentricities beyond his complete obsession with beetles, though, as seen by his alter ego, Beetle's assistant. See, you, I remember you talking about this briefly out off the off the podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't remember Beetle's assistant. And I'm kicking myself in the pants because I don't remember Beetle's assistant. I would pay to see you kick yourself in the pants. <laughs> I'm a bad LOZ fan. I cannot remember Beetle's assistant. Well, don't you worry, because I'll talk about <laughs> Beetle's assistant in a bit. To be fair... There's a lot to remember with Legend of Zelda series, so this is I will just one things. character. Yeah. I mean, I'm not mad at you. <laughs> this is what this episode's about: learning about Beetle. Mm. So, his shops tend to have a small variety of forms: his shop ship, air shop, and his traveling shop on foot. His inventory is also variable selling useful items such as pieces of heart and important upgrades. I do remember the upgrades. Yes. So, that's my little summary on Beetle. Let's jump into some games. So, his shop ship appears in two games. Can I guess? Mm-hmm. Is it Wind Waker and Phantom Hourglass? You'd be correct. <gasps> I got one. <laughs> that, honestly, it's or because is that two because you got two games right. Ooh, I only got it right because those are the games that have ships as a primary mode of travel. <laughs> <laughs> Not the Wind Waker. Never. No. Jeez. <laughs> So, did you know Beatles' first appearance was in that 2002 game, The Wind Waker? He. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because all the other ones came after. Uh-huh. Oh. See, for whatever reason, I thought Minish Cap came before Wind Waker, but now that I'm recalling, no, yeah, it's after. Yeah, release wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That was his first appearance in 2002. So, 
In The Wind Waker, he runs a traveling shop ship, selling various items, some being somewhat important to the main quest. He travels the Great Sea searching for anyone to buy his stuff. Someone please buy my stuff. <laughs> he, his sales pitch is unmatched, though he doesn't seem to have any luck selling. Probably because you're on the ocean. Just, you know, but whatever. There's not many people left to sell to. <laughs> uh, don't tell him that. Don't break his little beetle heart. Oh. So he sells a bunch of different items from arrows and bombs to bait and highway pairs. He also sells the bait bag, which you can buy at the beginning of, and allows you to collect a various amount of bait. Because you're going to need that bait. You are going to need that bait. <laughs> yes. Beta will also have the specific ammo for certain items you get while progressing through the game as you acquire them. So as you get the different things he'll magically have the ammo you need for it his appearance and attitude may shock some people but he is a generous person who gives customers affordable prices compared to other shops and he will often send link things through the mail system used through the great sea and one of those things is his is the Beatles chart that helps Link locate Beetle. <laughs> Just so you know where I am at all times. Yeah. <laughs> well, because Link's such a, you know, valued, valued customer. customer. <laughs> and you know, Beetle has his own hopes and dreams, okay? In the Wind Waker. Okay. He's got big plans. Oh, what are these big plans? Because I can't remember. He dreams of opening a chain of trading posts where people can buy, uh, sell, or trade anything. Yeah. Like that's his big dream in the world. And he currently owns and operates many shop ships across the Great Sea. And he will gladly buy anything Link happens to have in his spoils bag. And he entices his customers with silver and gold memberships. Here's your memberships. Oh. In order to guarantee that they stay customers. That's what you have to do. You this know? is probably why I didn't remember the, the membership. Because I would come in, get what I needed, and leave. <laughs> well, <laughs> one perk for being in one of these memberships is the complimentary ID. And when used, Beetle merely compliments Link. <laughs> that's that's what it is. But um, his other rewards are actually useful. So, let's introduce Beetle's alter ego. <laughs> so at the Rock Spire shop ship, Beetle assumes an alternate identity known as the assistant manager. Oh no. Yeah, it's his own assistant manager. Beetle's assistant. And Beetle's assistant, I'm using air quotes here, 
assures Link that he's never seen him before. You've never seen me before. He will then refuse to buy spoils and denies being Beetle. Even though that he appears on Beetle's chart. <laughs> and uh, Beetle's assistant sells rarer, more expensive items like empty bottles and the piece of heart mm -hmm. and the treasure chart. So this is where we see Beetle's assistant, which really it's Beetle with a little helmet on his head. That's it. That's the difference. Why he does this? Meh. I have to admit, this is the one game. This is probably why I don't know, know the assistant, because this is the one game I did not try to complete, complete 100%. <laughs> I, uh, I just played it and had fun. This is probably why I never ran into the assistant <laughs> or remember him. <laughs> well, he also pops back up in Phantom Hourglass. <laughs> so I'm going to go into Phantom Hourglass because it's the two games with the shop ship. So mm -hmm. I wanted to keep kind of keep him together. So he operates Beetle shop ship. Same as in Wind Waker, except that he has only one ship that appears in random locations in the world of the Ocean King. So, you don't get his multiple shop ships anymore. Boo! No, no. And from 10 a.m. to noon on weekends and 10 p.m. to midnight on weekdays, the, mask, the masked ship appears instead, manned by Beetle's assistant. Oh, yeah. Comes back again. So, Beetle sells Bomb Bag and Wisdom Gem, and Beetle's assistant sells Pieces of Heart and Courage Gem. And both of them sell potions, ship parts, and treasure. And their ships are unaffected by cyclones. Because it's Beetle. And the concept of memberships have expanded to include two more levels and discounts. And a silver membership gives a 10% discount on all items. A gold membership gives a 20% discount. Platinum, which is the new one, gives 30%. And the VIP gives 40%. But unfortunately, the discounts do not apply to masked beetles items, so... Lame! <laughs> yeah. And just a fun little fact here. Along with Link, Tetra, and Salvatore, as well as Tetra's pirate crew to some extent, Beetle is one of the few characters from the Wind Waker to appear in Phantom Hourglass. Mm-hmm. Huh. Now that I think of it, yeah. Mm -hmm. There's not many left. So those are the two games we're with the shop ship. So you know what's next? What's next? Airship. Um, okay. Hold on. Skyward Sword. 
Minish Cap? You were right on Skyward's sword. But you were not right on Minish Cap. What? No. No, I'm not. Oh, I'm bad. You're bad. <laughs> bad. I'm bad, sorry. Beetle's bad. a forgettable person to me. Oh. Ouch. <laughs> I know. I'm awful. Ouch. My heart only has one place for a good boy, and that's Tingle. I'm sorry. There's not enough room for two. Wow. <laughs> okay, so Skyward Sword I got right. What else is there? Spirit Tracks. Spirit Tracks. Ah, uh, yes. Which is actually the first one I'm going to talk about for the airship. So, 100 years after the founding of New Hyrule, Beetle has taken to the skies in an airship. Now that Highlands have settled on a continental landmass, guess what he's named his airship? Um, Soaring Beetle. Beetle's airship. <laughs> and, you know, you can see his balloon flying around the overworld prior to actually being able to enter it. So you can see it before mm. you can actually go in. And... At a like at a certain point in the game, you will actually receive a letter stating that his store just opened, <laughs> <laughs> and you can get to you can get Beetle's attention from then on by blowing the spirit train's whistle when he's nearby. So you just gotta blow that whistle. Give a little toot toot. Yep. Toot toot. <laughs> and then he'll land. And once again, Beetle has his memberships with Beetle's Club membership cards. And this allows him this allows you to save up a point for every 10 rupees spent. And you can earn rewards after passing certain point milestones. And saving up 500 points rewards you with the heart container. And that's that's about it on Spirit Tracks. It's on to Skyward Sword with his next airship. So, but this time he sells his wares in a flying house. He does. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and this is called Beetle's Air Shop. Not to be confused with Beetle's Air Shop. Oh no, Beetle, oh no. <laughs> and he operates this ship by pedaling a bicycle, which powers an electric generator. <laughs> I know, I know. When you get in there, oh my gosh, the first time you get in there, he's just pedaling away. <laughs> I mean, you get in there every time he's pedaling away, but that first time you see it, you're like, are you serious? Oh, Beetle is dead serious. I can't, I can't believe he's not more buff. The amount of pedaling he does. Well, maybe he just... <laughs> It's that, like, high metabolism. <laughs> he doesn't necessarily get buffers, just working off some of that energy he's got. So, in his uh, air shop house, if that's what you want to call it, he sells metals, additional wallets, and his most valuable item, a piece of heart. And if you ask him about the piece of heart before buying it, 
he will respond that he doesn't actually know what it is and picked it up from somewhere nearby and decided to sell it. (laughs) That had to have been the most accurate response I've ever heard from Beetle. I don't actually know what this is, but I decided to sell it. Well, he doesn't lie, except for when he's Beetle's assistant. Beetle's assistant lies. Yeah, I mean, like, (laughs) it's not a sales pitch. Like, he doesn't have a sales pitch ready or anything. It's just a straight up, I don't even know what that is. (laughs) It looks shiny and expensive, though, so. (laughs) And here's a funny thing, which you know, happens in the game. And if you just look at something and attempt to leave without buying anything, (laughs) Beetle gets upset. He gets real salty. (laughs) He gets upset. And he tells you how much effort he exerted (laughs) to hold you up. Yes. And he'll activate a trap door under your feet. Bye. You have no idea how surprised I was the first time that happened. (laughs) No, you buy something now. This beetle, I remember. (laughs) I won't lie. There were a couple times I went up to the airship just to see that animation. Oh, my goodness. So poor beetle. I tortured him. You're mean. (laughs) I don't blame the poor guy. I mean, look at him just cycling away. You don't buy anything. So during the night, Beetle and his ship retire to an island in the sky called Beetle's Island. He's got his own island now. And falling asleep in his ship will allow you to visit the shopkeeper on his island during the night. And if you fall asleep in a ship during the night, it will return you to Skyloft. While resting on Beetle's Island, Beetle will sit and talk with you while admiring the horned colossus beetle caged in his lap. Here, his his diction makes a dramatic change with an above-average vocabulary and without the joyful yells he's known for. You can ask him about his altered demeanor but Beetle does not appear to notice any difference and will dismiss the question so when he gets to talking about them Beetles he becomes serious so after Stritch settles in the bug rock Beetle will inform you that his horned colossus Beetle has gone missing and asks you to help him look for his prized possession So here comes the questing. If you fly to Bug Rock, you'll find out that Stritch has discovered a horned colossus beetle. And upon learning that the bug belongs to Beetle, he states that he will only let you have the legendary bug after you play Bug Heaven. But you have to catch 10 bugs in under three minutes. That's that's about it. Can I add a caveat here? Okay. It's harder than you think because I only managed to do it once and that was on the original Wii playthrough. I still haven't done it on the Switch yet. It's because you don't like Beetle enough. (laughs) So, you know, and if you succeed, you get the Beetle and 
you can return it to Beetle to receive five gratitude crystals. And as an additional reward, Beetle allows you to buy any item from his airship at half price. So that's your little reward. That's your little quest for his Beetle. Because he loves Beetles. So, now that we've got the airships out of the way, can you tell me what the last two are? Okay, obviously Breath of the Wild. Because mm-hmm. he's on foot now, right? Yep, he's on foot now. It's, it's, it's Minish Cap. Yep, because that's last Yeah, because I was such a dingle dork. I was like, oh, Minish Cap, he's in the air. No, he's not. He's on foot. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm going to go into the Minish Cap first, because i got to end on Breath of the Wild. So... <laughs> So he first appears in Hyrule Town during the Pecori Festival, selling fruits. And after Zelda is turned to stone and Link obtains the earth element, he returns to Hyrule Town. So there he can use the gust jar to clear off the dust covering one of the stalls. If you do this after obtaining the fire element from the Cave of Flames, Beetle will set up his shop in the stall. And Beetle then sells Pickleite, and his available selection will expand as you bring different liquids to the forest Bakori inside the barrel house of Minish Village. So, Beetle's initial selection includes green, red, and white Pickleite, and has three empty bottles to hold more. And as you give the forest Bakori. Lon Lon Milk, Mount Crenel Mineral Water, and a Red Potion, Yellow and Blue, and Orange Pico Blooms will grow, and Beetle will begin selling Yellow, Blue, and Orange Picolite. And that's, that's kind of basically it on the Minish Cap. So you know what that leaves us with? The last game he's in. Breath of the Wild. Yes. Hold on. Hold on. I should have done. (sighs) Breath of the Wild. Wow. You know, Breath. I'm sorry. Wow. So in Breath of the Wild, Beetle can be found walking around Hyrule. Uh, Mostly close to stables. And he travels Hyrule on foot instead of by boat or airship. And this is the coolest part. His backpack is shaped like a beetle. See, I never I never noticed his backpack being shaped like a beetle. Yeah, the, if the, you look at it, it's shaped like a beetle. It's not in, you know, the exact shape, but if you look at it. And he has items like arrows and materials and offers to buy things from you. Specifically mentioning about gemstones. So when you go and I say talk because Link doesn't talk. But when you go and talk to Beetle. With a Beetle in your inventory. Beetle will ask for it in exchange for a random food or elixir. Oh he gets so happy about it. 
And then he gets super happy when you click yes. Oh, he get, he's the happiest, happiest beetle in the whole world when you say yes to giving him a beetle. So his favorite is the energetic rhino beetle. Those are his favorite ones. They're the yellow ones. Mm-hmm. And, which he says is rare. And if you deny his request, which I've never done. So actually, this was something new I learned. I don't deny Beetle. He gets what he wants. He will say he will claim that his deal was good and the Beetle wants to be with him. <laughs> I've never denied him either because I don't talk to him much. I'm bad. You're you are bad. I and do more business with the monster than I do. The- <laughs> well, it's not over yet because he will continue to mutter to himself that he'll sneak into Link's inventory and replace it with a regular beetle, but decides to hire someone else to do it. What? This is what he says. This isn't what actually happens. This is what he says. Like, I'll hire somebody else to do it. I was going to say, I don't think he's ever actually stolen one. Okay, it makes more sense. He's just talking yeah, smack. Yeah, he, he's just talking. And then he, and then he's surprised to see that Link is still standing there. <laughs> yeah, that was something new I learned because I never denied Beetle. Like, you want this Beetle? I go and collect Beetles for Beetle. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure... You spent hours just collecting beetles for beetle. Yeah, I do. Yep, that's the uh, thing that happens because I've I've never said no to him. Don't say no to beetle. No. So yeah, that is what I have on beetle for the games. My fun little fact. Well, not fun little facts. My little synopsis. Mm. All I have left is some fun trivia. Ooh. Yeah. So uh, we're already uh, quite a few minutes into this. How about we throw everybody off a little bit here? We'll just keep going with Beetle and we'll do our mid break at the end. Um, But then that wouldn't be a mid break. So an end break? I guess. You don't want to keep talking about Beetle? Well, I do. You're throwing me off now. All right, all right. I tried. So uh, when we come back from our mid-break, I guess, we'll talk some Beetle facts? Yeah, and then uh, Beetle theories. (gasps) Ooh! All right. Well, we'll see you when we get back from our mid-break. Hey, Ariel. We're here in the middle of the show. And this is where we thank our patrons. I'm in a really good mood today because we're talking (laughs) about my boy Beetle. So (laughs) you caught me in a good mood. Well, Ariel, do you wanna do you wanna read off the patron list? I can't see, so you go right ahead. Okay. Secret, I like doing this. And also, listeners, he's right in front of the computer screen that has the list of patrons. <laughs> All right. So we have to thank our Golden Goddess level patrons, Kex and Maple Flapjacks. We have to thank our Hyrule Royalty patron, James Becker. We have to thank our Sheikah patrons, Deadeye and Foil Gree Murr. 
<laughs> I have I have a I have a message about that one. We'll get to that. Uh, also, have to thank our other Chica patron, Nikki Lift Stuff, and our Kokiri patrons. Dead Sucks, Jumanji, and Remington Cloutier. And of course, our fairy patrons, Doug Leamy and Mike Cirilli. Thank you! I nailed it this time. No names were wrong. I'm sure they were. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, yes, thank you, patrons. We greatly appreciate it. And thank you, listeners, because we also greatly appreciate you. Without you, we wouldn't have a show where I can talk about Beetle for an entire episode. <laughs> Almost an hour. <laughs> okay, so are you ready? I said I would I would uh, read some emails this week, and I have a few. Are you ready for these? I'm ready. Okay, so the first one comes from uh, Foil Greamer, and this is on our Patreon. They sent us an email on the Patreon. Uh, it says, this is not hate mail. <laughs> Technically, it's not even a mail. My intention was indeed to send a good old classic email, but it's a pretty hard thing to do when you can't find a suitable email address. Monocle emoji. <laughs> first things first, it's pronounced foil Greamer, but that's okay. It's a weird name, and I find Aaron's fuel Greamer very charming. <laughs> Anyhow, I really enjoy the podcast. and I'm looking forward to being invited as a guest sometime in the future. If I could be so bold as to make a request, I'd love to join an episode with Kex. I have some theories that might amuse her. May the Triforce be with you. So I'm going to be honest. I was the one that first read that. You were. And I was so, so excited about the whole Star Wars reference with, you know, the little <laughs> LOZ twist. I was very excited about that. So, uh, yeah, I I mess up names from time. It's hard. It's some of the names are so hard, but I try my best. I'm glad people get a kick out of when I mess them up, though. <laughs> I've never had anybody. I hope I never do have somebody go. You messed up my name. So here's the next one. You ready? This is from Anna W. Hello, I've been listening for a while now, and I just caught the convo with you and Ariel about how she can't wear earrings because of gauges. I just wanted to say that I have gauges size zero, and I frequently wear regular earrings. Hmm, Ariel. <laughs> uh, as long as they have a hoop or a hook, sliding them underneath a pair of plug gauges is super easy and cute. I won't go super in-depth of this one. I just thought it was funny that you got proven wrong because you said I can't prove you wrong. You're not proving me wrong and I don't think they are either. I think it's just like a little friendly suggestion. Dang it. I thought I had you there. Anyway, it says salutations and I wanted to note that I love the show. Keep it up. Well, thank you, Anna. I thought I had you there. You bested me once again. <laughs> but anyways, um, just want to follow up with well thank you for that maybe I'll try it someday so the next one comes to us and I don't have a name for this one I do not have a name for this one the email address does not give me a name and it keeps giving me no subject it's a weird one I keep getting these and I don't know who they're from but I'm going to go ahead and read this one off and if it's you just know 
I don't have any information for you. But it says, you guys are awesome. Keep it up. Five stars. Short, sweet, simple, to the point. Yeah. Yeah. So, the next one. This is a long one. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Says, hi, I'm Big B10 on Discord. My name's Brad, and I enjoy listening to y'all while I'm working and couldn't say more than y'all are funny and give great explanations into what is so great about LOZ. I don't know much, and I'm still learning myself. But here is my question slash theory. It was a random, silly thought, but here it goes. What if what we see in Ganondorf slash Ganon is not necessarily just the reincarnation of Demise's hatred, but in fact, he is the active form of replacing Garaham as Demise's weapon. And the reason he is so active in retrieving the weapons of Demise is in fact to be whole as the weapon of Demise and not have the same failures as Garaham from Demise's return. And to me, that would explain why he is in all these different times because he can't die now and his usage of magic beyond that of normal Gerudo and why now he isn't dying but in a stasis of frozen time due to him being a weapon and having the Triforce of Power. It's an interesting thought. That is an interesting thought. I don't know if I can get 100% behind the theory, but I can't completely dismiss it either because often in media and history, people refer to their hatred as a weapon. Hmm. Hmm. It's not a bad one. No. Something to tinker with. I'm liking it. <laughs> so it goes on to say, but here is a convoluted question. If he does become a weapon for Demise Return because he is his hatred and not Demise's direct reincarnation, how or why does the Triforce stay with him after all these events and the goddess's interference? See, that's the part I was actually thinking about myself. Okay, got anything good? In a nutshell, that is the part that makes me firmly believe that he is not, in fact, the weapon, but Demise's hatred reincarnated, simply put. Just a form of demise, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of... It's not 100%, though. It's still rocky ground on that part because, you know, there's a lot of arguments being made. We don't have a lot of time in the mid-break to make those arguments, but just know I'm not completely dismissing this theory. <laughs> Sorry it was so long, but I thought I'd say it. But y'all are great and make a very entertaining podcast. And I love the merch segment because my LOZ collection is now expanding and my wife hates it. <laughs> She'll grow to love it. Don't worry. She'll grow to love it. <sighs> well, thank you. And the last one. You ready? Hello. Goodbye. P.S. I love your pod. P.P.S. Call me anonymous. That's it. Well, anonymous. <laughs> I loved your message. It was great. Uh, love it. <laughs> All right. So uh, I still have more emails to go through, and we're going to go through some of those uh, next time. But uh, so we don't make the mid-break very, very lengthy. Ariel, what do you have for us? 
I have Beetle merch. Of course, I had to bring Beetle merch <sighs> to the course. Beetle episode. Of course. So this is on Redbubble. And it's a Beetle t-shirt. Beetle t-shirt. So it has a beetle on the shirt. Okay, picture this, beetle. Okay, picturing. And it says, beetle, traveling merchant. Oh, it's got like an upside down piece of the Triforce. Mm -hmm, And then there's like a little rupee at the bottom. Oh, I like that. And it's like, it has that like aged effect. Yeah. I like that. So you can get it in... 18 different colors. Personally, I like this. Like, almost navy blue. Uh-huh. Because it's not a... I don't know what you would call it. It's kind of navy blue, but a little bit lighter. Anyways, it's the one I like with, like, the yellow lettering and stuff. I want the shirt, by the way. I want <laughs> it. And the price is... Not too bad at eighteen sixty-seven, except the random sixty-seven cents. <laughs> this is not too bad of a price for a no. t-shirt, and it has varying sizes from small to five XL. Oh, so pretty good size, you know, differences. And I will post the link. Yeah. Insert sound effect <laughs> in the show notes below. So get yourself a Beetle shirt because I'm going to as soon as I get $18.67 plus tax. I just want to say, since you started putting in the link. Get! Insert sound effect. Sound effects. Uh, Genesis got the life skate out of her. She <laughs> thought it was me. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. Poor Genesis. So... I didn't bring merch. I was originally planning on bringing merch, but then I saw something today that piqued my interest. Does it involve Beetle? Maybe. I That's a no, so it doesn't belong in the Beetle episode. <laughs> but it does involve Tears of the Kingdom. Go ahead. Go on with it. So, next Nintendo Direct rumored for February 2023. So, a new Nintendo Direct presentation is rumored to be taking place during the first week of February 2023. This link... Uh, ...is coming to us from comicbook.com. This whole article is from comicbook.com. It goes on to say that uh, Nintendo has a history of holding a Nintendo Direct in the first part of the year, sometimes usually in January, February, or March... There's a lot of things being released in February, March, and May this year. One of those things being Tears of the Kingdom. So, what has happened is, this article goes on to say that a new rumor stemming from Reddit says that the latest Nintendo Direct is to be taking place next week on February 7th. Uh, The nature of this rumor is a bit of an odd one, though, as no actual information regarding the Direct came from a named source. So where we usually get our sources for the Nintendo Directs, this is not it. Instead, moderators from the Gaming Leaks and Rumors subreddit were provided info from an unnamed user that said the Direct would be happening next week. The user in question was said to provide proof of their claims, though, which the mods then stressed that they could not verify. Still... What was outlined contained enough validity, in some sense, for the moderators to share their 
this with the Reddit users in the first place. So it goes on to talk about things that could potentially be talked about and things like that. Um, but as someone who's worked and handled classified documents and things like that, if this is in fact somebody directly from Nintendo, what they're possibly going to be talking about in the next Nintendo Direct and not being able to talk about in this Reddit post may have to do with a lot of things that we're potentially looking forward to this year. Like a huge info drop on Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, huge DLC news for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. There's a ton of things that we're all highly anticipating that they are trying to keep hush-hush right now. So could be a lot of those pieces in there. Could also be some remakes for some Legend of Zelda games. So keep your eyes out. I know I'm going to be looking forward to February 7th to see what happens. I don't want to keep my eyes out. That sounds painful. Keep your eyes open. Does that sound better? A little bit. <laughs> but that is what I have for everyone today. And the link... Get! Insert sound effect. Will be in the show notes. So, Ariel. Yeah. Here we are at the end of the mid-break. Oh, Do you we have are. anything to share with us? Anything at all? No pressure. Oh, no pressure? Mm -hmm. All right, well, we better get to the end of the episode then. I know this trick. You're going to let me start talking and they're going to go, wait, 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 I have something else. No, no, we'll just, we'll go to the end of the episode. Okay, so we'll go to but the- But first- See, I knew it! <laughs> but first- we talk about our sponsors. <laughs> I gotta pull a beetle here and sell some merch. So oh, okay. Head on over to STL Ocarina. Use our promo code LOZLORE10 and save yourself 10% off on an Ocarina. Beautiful Ocarinas. I love them. <laughs> So yeah, I'll have the link for that yeah. and the promo code in the show notes below. Also, head on over to Fanroll Dice. Use our promo code AllMightyC10, which is A-L-L Mighty and the letter C 10. And save yourself 10% off on dice and dice accessories. What are dice accessories, you ask? Towers, trays, bags etc. All of the above. So save yourself 10% off of your purchase of some really cool dice and dice accessories. What do you think? Do I make a good beetle? Did I sell? I think you forgot one important thing. What? <clears throat> if you're also looking for some fumbling for merch... <laughs> <laughs> Head on over to the Fumbling Four store. Link is in the show notes below. Yes! And buy some really cool Fumbling Four merch. Like some LOZTs that are in there. Yes. And some cups. Uh huh. I think we have some stickers. Probably. And uh, this week I took some time off of my day job to make some more merch items. <laughs> oh boy. I know. <laughs> oh boy. Oh. Oh. I'm going to make a beetle shirt. I guess we're sitting down and making the beetle shirt. Uh, no, I am. Oh. But if you're a fan of our other shows, mm -hmm. 
If you're a fan of our other shows as well, we have other things in there like Call of Cthulhu Mythos Mysteries mm-hmm. and the Fumbling Four and the Almighty Crit. Yep. Resident Evil Lorecast. Like we have all the shows in there, different merch. So check it out. Buy some stuff. <laughs> but with that being said, we are officially done with the middle of the show. Whoa. So it's now I guess it's time to go to the end of our episode. Yeah. Oh, wait, Ariel? What? Link. (laughs) Hey, Ariel, did you like that little link I threw in there at the end? No, no, because every time you do that, I have to put in a link sound effect. (laughs) Making my job ten times harder. I'm not sorry. You're not. (laughs) Why is our roles reversed today? I don't know. I guess I'm being the horse's butt. Jeez. Well, anyway. I'll remember that at the Tingle episode. Oh, you remember that in every other episode. This is my day. This is my triumph. Or you could just be a nice human being. I always am. <laughs> anyway, so. <laughs> what do you got for me? What else do we have for Beetle? Well, what, I what, ha- what possibly could you have more of? Some fun facts. There's more. Yeah. Holy Did you know? Lee Cow. That Beetle's name is actually Terry. Wait, what? Yeah, it's Terry. No, his name's Beetle. No, it's Terry. And apparently, yeah, the the Japanese, like, the name for Beetle is actually Terry. That's such an odd thing to change. I know. He does look like a Terry, though. No, he looks like a Beetle. <laughs> He's very Terry to me. From now on, that's all I'm going to call him is Terry. No. But, so, the the Japanese name, the Chinese name, the French, the German, the Italian, the Korean, and the Spanish name is Terry. So we are the only ones in the world. Uh, us and the Dutch. The what? Dutch call Why? Beetle. Why? <laughs> and um, the Canadian French is Beetle. I don't get it. I don't get it. I know. But that is a cool fact. It is a cool fact, Terry. <sighs> so... Just a a couple more things I have along with Link and Navi. And I kind of a little bit, I discussed this earlier, but along with Link and Navi, Beetle is one of the few characters that utilized a basic level of voice acting until Breath of the Wild. So I know I kind of discussed that a little bit more. I just thought I would add it because it's along with Link and Navi, which Mm -hmm. many uh, people don't think about so um another fun little fact in the united kingdom and ireland instruction booklet for phantom hourglass beetle is mistakenly called terry (laughs) his name in most of the game's localizations so (laughs) because you know everybody else calls him terry the uk and ireland mistakenly called him Terry. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, those are basically my fun little facts. 
Hmm. There was more, but I kind of added them into my little synopsis. So. Yeah, I was going to say, there's a couple of them added in here and there. So About Beetle's name comes from Beetle. And about his book bag, his beetle-shaped book bag. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm so bad. I tried my best to keep Terry to the end. <laughs> I so bad wanted to put that in there, like, right from the get-go. But I'm like, no. <sighs> I'll be good, and I'll save that till the end. The big reveal. Terry. His name's Terry. Ugh, it's Beetle. Spelled with a D and not a T. Yeah, I know. I learned that when I was looking up merch items. I know. Aaron <laughs> put in Beetle with a T. Couldn't find anything. <sighs> there's, al- there's also another cool Beetle shirt that's like, you know... The Beatles, like the band, the Beatles. Yeah, it's like one of their covers and it's all just Beatles faces. Yeah. (laughs) Ah, well, I guess it's time for that wonderful theory you promised us. Yeah. So I have my own theory, but first I want to, I saw something that I thought was interesting. Mm. I don't necessarily believe this is true, but... I kind of wanted to bring it up. So, this little theory is that Beetle is Link's grandma. What? Yeah, I know. It's a little weird. So, we all know that his grandma is magical. You know, she's got magic. So, what if she took the spirit of Beetle to assist Link? And his journeys. And, you know, that's why she's everywhere all at once. Because she's following Link and helping him on his way. Huh. That one's a a weird one. (laughs) Yeah, it's a weird one. That's why I was like, man, I don't really believe it, but... I had seen it and thought I would share it with everyone. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm not here to... We're not here to sit here and pass judgment on theories. That's the part... That's the fun part about this. Theories are theories. There's no way to prove them right or wrong. Yeah. It's just just a fun fun. little thing to think about. It's just... This one, I will say, not for me. Especially with what we know with Link's grandmother and the game and everything else. It's just not for me. Yeah. And I mean... Beetle was there during his grandma's depression type thing. So. Yeah. It didn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, but it's still, but again, still fun to think about. Still fun to think about. And again, just because it's not for me may not mean that it's not for someone else. So that's the fun part about theories. Everyone's got one. Everyone's got one. And they're <laughs> all cool. So... Speaking of everyone's got one, Ariel, what's yours? Okay, you ready for this? I'm ready for this. So, we all know Link reincarnates, right? Mm -hmm. We all know Zelda reincarnates. Mm -hmm. Beetle is the reincarnation of the God of Commerce. Okay. So, going a little bit more into that, you know how Link 
generally appears the same. I mean, obviously, yeah. there's a few differences between the games, but he's basically the same. You'd be able to, you know, recognize him. Yeah, he stands out in the crowd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> same with Zelda. Mm-hmm. Same with Beetle. <laughs> in all six games, he is the same. He is. He is. Slight changes to his appearance and his clothes, and it's you could still it's Beetle. You know it's him. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So can I propose something about this theory? Okay. What if he isn't a reincarnation, but he's just the god of commerce? It could be. That could also be a thing. He just pretends not to know Link in each one of his reincarnation states. Much like the happy mask salesman. Yeah. What if Beetle and the Happy Mask Salesman are brothers? I was just thinking that. Get out of my head. <laughs> I was thinking that earlier, too. But this was my little theory about him, I guess, either being a reincarnation mm-hmm. or the god of commerce. Yeah. I mean, either one could really work. I mean, the reincarnation thing. It, it's not that it's. <sighs> There's multiple ways you, the Beetle could have been reincarnated. We know that Link, Zelda, and Ganon are reincarnated because all because of demise. We know that, but that doesn't mean that it couldn't have affected other people, and it also doesn't mean that it couldn't have happened to Beetle because of other reasons. So I'm I can get down with it. I like it. I like it. It's it's a or oh, what if the God of Commerce? then gave up his thing for reincarnation to help the heroes defeat. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Huh. See, this is why we talk about theories. I never even thought that a possibility. But that's exactly what Hylia did in a way. Hylia chose to reincarnate as a mortal to do tons of stuff essentially uh <laughs> but in reality it was to you know protect the triforce and you know all that stuff so we talked about that but yeah the goddess hylia chose to reincarnate why couldn't any other god do the same i didn't even think about that yeah it's a good and point the purpose would solely be just to aid the heroes and yeah you know you have to pay it's not just for free but why is beetle always where you need him why is he always there? And yeah, I get it. He's only in six games. He's not in every single one. That's still a lot for a character. Well, there's that. And his prices are usually cheaper than the competitors and anyone else around him. And he's always offering some pretty Gucci stuff. Mm-hmm. I like this. I like this. I can get down with this one. It's an interesting theory. Either way you take it. Either he's an active god or he's a reincarnated god. Either way, it's pretty hard to... Uh, yeah, I like it. Well, and it could explain his eccentricities, too. Yeah. Beetle's assistant. Yeah. If he if he's a reincarnation, well, Link always has Zelda. Zelda always has Link. At least they have somebody in every life. Beetle doesn't have anybody. Poor Beetle. Beetle's lonely. So he creates Beetle's assistant, knowing full well that it's him. Just to 
not be so lonely. He always has his Beatles. <laughs> yeah, but his Beatles really didn't become a thing until well, Skyward Sword and Breath of the Wild. That's when his Beatles really became the obsession. Mm. He found, and you know, in those games, was there Beatles assistant? No. He found a companion. Stop your logic. Okay, stop it. (laughs) (laughs) No, he found his companion. He found his, you know, didn't need Beatles assistant anymore because he has Beatles. Well, there's that and different time frames and timelines. And maybe he chose to have a Beatles assistant because. Well, one of those games happens before Wind Waker and things. So maybe he was just being driven mad. And that's why he has his Beatles. Or has not his Beatles. Sorry. Has his split personality kind of thing going on. (laughs) He had his Beatles before that. I'm getting flustered now. There's just too many things to think about. I think this was a smashing success. Yeah. It would be because it's about Beetle. <laughs> My guy. Uh, so, in conclusion, Ariel says Beetle's awesome. That's what this whole show episode is about, right? Yeah, and if you think I'm wrong, fight me. <laughs> no. <laughs> Gosh. Well, on that note, is there any last things you'd like to add about Beetle? Yeah, he will be making his return in Tears of the Kingdom. That's not a solid fact, but that's what I like to believe. So that's what you choose. That's your that's, that's, that's your my fact. choice. It's your chosen fact. Yeah, that he will return because how else are we going to buy stuff? Tangle. Uh, anyway. <laughs> He wasn't in Breath of the Wild, no. was he? But he had an island. He, and he also had an outfit. <clears throat> but anyway, speaking of our boy Tangle. Sorry, my boy Tangle. Yeah, that's your boy. <laughs> uh, next week's episode is going to be about Tangle. And his eccentricities. Oh, and he's got a lot. <laughs> yeah. So, thank you all for listening. And we hope that you'll tune in next week. Bye. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, Ariel. What? Blink. Thank you all for listening to the Legend of Zelda Lorecast tonight. We hope you enjoyed yourselves. If you did, tell a friend, leave a review. We'd love to hear from you. You can chat with us all things Legend of Zelda on the Robots Radio Discord. Or you can get hold of us on our Twitter at LOZLorecast. Intro and outro are done by Bentonal Landscape. Links are in the show notes below. Till next time, dear listener, it's dangerous to go alone. Take this.